Hello and welcome back to The Steph Gorton Show. Huge things are happening in my world at the moment. It just actually feels like it's been the craziest life explosion of all time. And it's all the best stuff, but it's all just huge stuff. Like we got married last year, then we went on our honeymoon, then we came back and it was Christmas, then it was New Year's, and then we went to Bali for a fitness retreat. And then we came back and we bought and moved into our new home. And I'm currently sitting in my brand new office, which I am so obsessed with. Ugh. This is the first home that I bought and lived in and Tim and I are just so in love with it. I'm sure that if you are a homeowner, you know how it feels, but it's just such a beautiful energy. So that's what's going on in my world. But today I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes sneak peek into a presentation that I did late last year on CEO Mindset. I do workshops like this every single month in PMP to keep our members up to date. We have three workshops locked in for the month of February. We've done money-making messaging. We also have seven-figure sales pages. And we are also running a workshop on how to use AI to save you time and money in business. And that's also alongside a PMP catch-up that we had a couple of weeks ago in person where we had some cocktails and it was just so nice to meet up with everybody. I know that I say this a lot, but watching women struggle to scale from 5K months and beyond and even from $50,000 months and beyond, the number one problem I see is always mindset, okay? So mindset is the thing that is 110% going to hold you back every single time. If you listen to this podcast today on CEO mindset and you actually do the very, very practical work that I'm providing, your world will change. Now, I'm going to let you get into the podcast shortly, but we also still have four spots left for our Bali business retreat in May. So if you want to join myself and Tim, in paradise with two millionaires, which I hate saying, but it's the truth, two people who have built million-dollar businesses by the ages of 32. If you want to join us to level up your business in the biggest way possible, to steal all of our systems, to get a 12-month plan to scale your business, and to make more money than ever before, there is a link in the show notes. Go ahead and apply to join us on the retreat. Now, let's get into it. CEO Mindset. I was thinking about how I was going to introduce you because Steph and I have been friends for, I think, a good couple of years now. And Steph actually was the very first person who messaged me when I posted my Hype It Up with Heidi video. Um, I'd had Memphis. I was doing some Shed Your Shit stuff. And I decided that I was going to just put myself out there to coach in like some marketing PR. I didn't have even worked it out yet, but I was calling it Hype It Up with Heidi. And because I'd worked in a PR background, I was thinking I'd run it like an agency. So poor me and Taylor, fuck, we ran it like a crazy agency at the start. But Steph Gorton was the very first person to message me and welcome me to, you know, putting myself out there at being a coach. And I will forever be grateful for that. Um, she let me pitch to her uh, program. Like, you know, so Steph's got an amazing program. She's one of the best business coaches you'll ever meet. And she's true to her word in how she shows up and, you know, and really inspires her people. And so we're really lucky to have her today. But yeah, I just, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, she just really like helped me so much when I put, when I was putting myself out there, she was my cheerleader. And, you know, that meant so much to me, considering I'm always being a cheerleader for everyone else. So she, like I said, she is definitely one of the best female business coaches in Australia, I would say. Uh, so she's here today and Steph I thought usually we start off with wins and everything but I want to get straight into chatting to you what is a win for you like in the last week mine's actually really big um 
well, I'm really big in a really different kind of way. First of all, thanks, Hides, for the beautiful pop up. And also, guys, it's really fucking scary. Like, Hides will tell you, like, you know, that minute that I saw her put herself out there, I knew what that felt like. Like, when I went into business coaching, I was like, who are you to be a business coach? Why would anyone want to pay you? You don't even have a qualification. Why would anyone want to work with you? Like, who are you to tell people what to do with your two and a half years of business experience? Like, <laughs> La, 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 right? So when Hyde did that, I was like, sis, I see you. I know how that feels. Good for you. Like, it's terrifying, right? So remembering like really quickly before we go into like my win, which I will go into very shortly, but remembering that when we, like when you cheerlead somebody else, you make it okay for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just judge somebody else for doing that, that's exactly how you're going to be judging and criticizing yourself in that situation, right? So um, just a little reminder, like, you know, I cheerlead every woman who does something that I know would be scary, regardless of whether that creates Kaids and I are huge on this about competition or blah, 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 yeah, 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 like whatever, because at the end of the day, there's enough room for all of us. Win for me, I actually made a really big business decision last week and uh, I actually shut down an entire revenue stream. And the reason I did that was because it was taking too much of my time. And time is the only currency that is important to me. I mean, I, money is obviously an incredible currency and, and I'll touch on this throughout this program today, but Time is the only currency that means anything to me. And, and I have elderly parents who are really sick and who have been really sick um, for quite some time now. And I was just working, 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 working all the time. Hides will tell you because I just haven't even seen Heidi for like six months and she lives literally two streets away. And so, you know, it was taking too much of my time and, and my heart wasn't in it anymore. And so I made a really big decision to shut it down. That revenue stream was a $400,000 revenue stream. And I just shut it down like that because... It wasn't lighting me up anymore and it was taking away my time, my creativity, my energy, and that all rolled out last week. So, Wow, I'm crazy. covered in goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Because yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. What I think you've given everyone permission for as well is that we can change our minds. Yes. Even if like I had to let people down. Yeah. I had to let a lot of people down. But if I didn't let them down, guess who I was going to let down instead? I was going to let myself down. I was going to let my parents down. I was going to let Tim down. And so you get to make that decision for yourself about who you decide to put first in every choice and every moment that you make. Oh, I'm so proud of you. But like I said, we're absolutely honoured to have you here today. And you've already seen she's a cheerleader. She's honest. Um, You know, no bullshit. Steph Gorton is here to change your mindset and to give you the kick up the butt that you need to get out of your own way. So Steph, I'm going to mute myself. I do have a lot to share on this topic, CEO mindset. Honestly, I could talk about it for, we could probably run a six-month course purely on this topic. So to make sure that the information that I'm going to share with you guys today is really tailored, I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to get you to participate in the chat and that's really going to dictate how this conversation goes today. But before I get started, I think it is really important to know who you're taking advice from. Um, I think that you're all in business, I'm assuming, (laughs) or want to be. And the reality is that uh, you've probably found out that every single man and his dog has an opinion on what you should and shouldn't be doing. Your parents who have never been in business, your sister-in-law who knows someone who knows someone who happens to be in business, your cousin's friend, the person you met at the bar, every single person is going to have an opinion about what you should do and how you should run your business. And when you're taking advice, you really want to make sure you're taking advice from people who are where you want to be. So 
I'm just going to just give you a bit of the highlight reel, FYI, just so that you know it is the highlight reel, but just so that you know kind of where I've come from and I guess where this information comes from, because I am the CEO of my business. And I think that's really important to take note of. Like we have 18 team members and we have a multi-million dollar revenue streams, um, including the one that we just cut out. But, uh, you know, we've grown our business really fast. We have at any one time, we have 150 business coaching clients. We're launching another course right now. Basically, when I first got started in business, though, I don't know where you guys are at right now, but I got started with no experience, no idea what I was doing, no mentors in my corner. My dad actually went bankrupt when I was little, so um, we had no money. I worked a day job and I used that day job to fund everything for my business. I didn't turn a profit for the first six months. Then I got a coach and I started turning a profit pretty quickly after that. And you know, I built it from the ground up. I quit my day job after 10 months of being in business. Um, and then I went into my business full time within a year and a half of that first business, which is called House of Hobby. So if you're in Perth, you may have come across it. They do arts and crafts workshops. Um, that was my first business and I sold that two years ago. And so I started that business from the ground up. And, you know, within a year and a half of quitting my day job, we were earning $250,000, $300,000 a year really, really quickly. Um, we scaled that up to $600,000 a year. I had managers. I had 13 casuals. We had this whole thing going on. We were running 14 events per weekend, hens parties, corporate events, public events, uh, ticketed events. Like we were doing everything. We were in shopping centers. We were literally everywhere. And then COVID hit. Um, before COVID hit, I knew that I wanted to coach. I knew that I always wanted to coach. Like I have always been that friend. You know, you're meant to be a coach when you've always been that friend that people have gone to for advice, right? You've always been that person. Like, and you lose hours doing it. Like, like when I first started realizing I wanted to be in business for myself, I was like, what do I want to do? Oh, actually, I just want to talk to people. I was like, shit, Steph, you can't get paid for that. Like that's not real life. But that was what I wanted to do. And so uh, I knew I wanted to be a coach. And so I stepped into coaching in 2020, about six months before I sold my other business. I started doing just small little group coaching sessions with, you know, five people. And it was so good and I loved it so much. So when COVID hit and obviously my events business flatlined, I was like, fuck it, let's coach. Let's go. Like 110% all in. Let's create an offer. Let's market the heck out of it. Let's make it a really heck yes price point because obviously COVID was a moment um, where people didn't have a lot of money. And so I created a really heck yes price point. I sold 50 people into that first launch of that next program. And that gave me the belief and the confidence that actually I could do this and actually I could help people. Okay. And then within, by the time COVID kind of the level three restrictions dropped, I was like, that's it. I want out of this other business. And so I sold it. Since then, it's been just over two years since I launched my coaching business. And we took over about 120 to $130,000 a month now. So six figure months in our business. And we have an incredible team who helped me get there. And now I spend my days, especially now that I've cut out this revenue stream, I spend my days just creating content, just speaking to people, just, you know, really hyping up my team, coming up with strategies and ideas that we can, you know, use to help people. And that all happened within five years. Okay. So it is absolutely. And just while we're on this, just check right now what your head is saying to you. Is it saying, fuck yeah, that's awesome for her, but can I do that? Epic, that's incredible for her, but I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Is it saying, I don't want that? And is that I don't want that because you don't think you can have it or because you're not sure you can do it? Or is it because you actually don't want that, which is also totally fine, okay? But really, really conscious, like guys, what, I'm gonna, what we're going to be talking about today is we're talking about CEO mindset, right? 
And ultimately, the mindset is the self-narrative that's running 24-7 in your head. And it's ultimately the thing that's going to hold you back the most. Because I can talk to you about all the things today, but ultimately, the only thing that is getting between you and where you want to be is the story that you are telling yourself on a daily basis. That's it. The story saying, I can't post that. I can't charge that. I can't ask her. I can't get that support. I can't hire that person. I won't be able to find this thing. They're the things that are ultimately stopping you from getting to that next level. So I'm going to ask a question. What is it that you want right now? What do you want from your business? Is it time? Is it money? That's a, there's nothing wrong. There's no, like, there's no right or wrong answer here. It's only what you truly want, okay? Only what you truly want. So if it's money, that's fine. Sis, I, I, mine was money for like five years. All I wanted was money. Then I got money and I was like, fuck, I need time, <laughs> right? So like, it's cool. Like, it doesn't matter what that looks like for you. There's no shame here. But ultimately, guys, for most of us, we want money, right? And time, right? Honestly, they, they, they usually, I've worked with over 600 business owners. It's one of those two things or both of those things at any one time. You only want, like, you want the clarity so that you can create the financial security for your family, right? You want the clarity so you can have more time to spend with your family and still have the income come in so that you can actually prioritize the joy in your life, right? Usually it's some version of time and money, okay? What I want to ask you next, and I want you to think before you respond, why don't you have it? Why don't you have the time or the money that you want right now? You don't know how to get it? Don't believe in yourself, self-sabotage, getting in your own way. Get in your own way, beautiful procrastination. Yep, got overwhelmed, don't know where to begin, perfect. Scared to fully throw yourself in, love it. Holding yourself back, wasn't aligned with what you're offering, perfect. Scared to put myself out there, I don't think I have time in life in general. Yep, perfect, perfect, awesome. The best thing, I want to celebrate you all so much because... The number one thing that we're going to be talking about today, uh, or the first tip that I'm going to give around really taking control of your CEO mindset is radical responsibility. Because ultimately, and like you guys have that, like that awareness just there, like not one of those things blamed someone else. There was one or two that did a little bit. Not one of those things blamed someone else. You guys truly understood and were super aware that the thing that's mostly holding you back is you right? And that is the first thing that we're going to be talking about today. So thank you so much for your honesty there. Like I really, really appreciate it. So the number one thing that, that is usually holding you back right now is, is yourself, right? So it's that radical responsibility because the thing is that when you blame something else for what you don't have, you're ultimately saying, hey, I don't have enough time. If, if you were saying, I don't have enough time right now, you're blaming time right? Whereas, and when you put, when you blame time or when you blame somebody else or when you blame, you know, my husband won't let me do this or I don't have the kids so I can't get it done or, you know, I don't have the money or I didn't grow up with that kind of financial security or I didn't have a mentor in my corner. When we take all of those kind of excuses and we put them out there into the world. And this is, I I did message hides just before and I was like, the first part of this session is pretty savage. So just bear with me. I promise I'm really loving. Um, For the most part, I'm really kind. But the reality is that when we blame time, when we blame kids, when we blame money, when we blame access, when we blame our work, our day job, whatever it is, we actually are giving away all of our power. I saw a quote yesterday on someone's Instagram story and I screenshot it because I'm going to do a rant about it. I'm going to rant about it here first. And it said, 10% of what happens to me is in my control and the other 90% is the universe. 
And I was like, that is some bullshit. <laughs> that is some bullshit, right? Because that is how much power, you just gave away 90% of your power. You just gave away 90% of your ability to control your life. Sis, you are in the driver's seat. You are the one that gets to call the shots here. You are the CEO of your business. You are the CEO of your life. You are the CEO of your body. You get to make the choices, right? And where you don't have right now, you might not have the awareness yet to be able to control this, okay? But where you don't have awareness um, and, and we're not really sure about what exactly is holding us back, the belief systems and the behaviors and the habits that you are currently doing right now are the reason that you don't have the results that you want right now. I'm going to say it again. The belief systems, the behaviors, and the habits that you currently have right now are producing the results that you have right now. So if you are not happy with where you are at right now in your world or in your results or in your business, if you're not happy with where you are, that ultimately comes down to you. And what I loved about you guys is you have that ability to look within and go, I understand that it's me. So congratulations on, first of all, having that awareness. Because until you master that mindset and have that awareness you're always going to call it fate. You're going to say that it's the universe that's giving you what you want until you realize that you actually have the power within you that can control every single outcome in your world. You are the master of what you do today. And I used to sit in a place, I'll tell you a little story. I used to sit in a place when I first got started in my in my first side hustle and, and I was like earning less than like 250K. So if you're earning less than 250K, you really want to listen up to this. Who here, put yes in the chat if you find business hard, if you're finding it hard, if you if you regularly find yourself being like, ah, it's so hard, like, ah, it's hard. It just feels like hard work, right? It just feels hard. Put yes in the chat if that's something that you've said to yourself recently or lately about yourself, about your business, about your life. It just feels hard. Yeah? I used to do that too. I used to do that too. I used to be like, it's so fucking hard. And, and because it was hard, like, we, I just didn't want to do it. And do you know what I told myself about that? I was like, I'm lazy. I don't like hard work. I'm lazy. Right? And so I really bought into this belief system that like someone else needed to come and do this work for me because like I wasn't going to be able to do it myself. Like I was like, this is just too hard. It's also hard. I just, every day I was just like silently begging for somebody to come and save me. I was just silently begging for somebody to just like buy enough shit so that I could like outsource everything in my business and somebody else could do everything for me because I just didn't want to do it. Like I just didn't want to do it. Like I was, I knew I could work hard, right? Like I knew I was a hard worker, but I just found it so damn hard. Is anyone else here waiting to be saved or wishing they could be saved from their business or from the decisions or from the responsibility that's currently in their world? Has anybody felt like that? Like I just wish that somebody would come in and just take this off my plate, right? Be honest, because I was there for like a really long time. And so the reality and the thing that I realized, thanks Hides for your vulnerability, I realized that one day I was like, Steph, the results that you want are yours for the taking. And the only reason that you're not getting them is because you just want somebody else to come and do it for you. You don't want to do it yourself. You don't want to have to do all this hard work. You don't want to have to, like, guys, if there's stuff that you have been procrastinating about for more than three weeks, you are in this boat whether you are aware of it or not. Because why haven't you done it? If something has been on your to-do list for more than three weeks, why is it not getting done? Because it's too hard. Because we don't have enough time. Because time management is hard, right? 
This is playing out for all of us in every single way. You're waiting for somebody else to come and help you with that thing, whether that's launching your website, whether that's putting together your automations, whether that's outsourcing your finances, whatever that is. You're waiting for somebody else to come and do it for you, to come and help you with it. You might be desperate for somebody just to come and take a load off your plate, but the reality is, sis, you are the hero of this story. You are the woman who gets to take control and you are the kind of woman who loves to take control, right? You are the kind of woman who enjoys stepping into her power. You are the kind of woman, like you would not have chosen this path for yourself if you didn't believe that you could do it. When you first got started in your business, you had such a profoundly deep belief that you actually did it. You actually started the damn thing. And recently that's got lost in all the doing and in all the hustling and in all the exhaustion. It got lost, right? No one's coming to save you. The only person who can save you is you. And it all starts with turning this thing around. And so today I'm going to have a bit more of a chat about what this looks like. Ultimately, guys, what's happening right now, who is like learning tactics, obviously from hides, but probably from everybody, right? You're learning tactics. Like you should do, you might be with Brooke on Social Club or you might, you know, be an ex-client of mine or whatever. And we're all giving you tactics, shit that can work, shit that can give you more leads, more inquiries, more sales, ways that you can get more PR, more notice, more stuff, right? Who feels overwhelmed by all the shit they could be doing? Put your hand up. Who feels overwhelmed about all the shit that you could be doing, right? Here's the truth of the matter right now. I really want you to listen up to this. The truth is you don't have to start doing more. You need to stop doing the shit that is causing you the results that you're getting right now. That's the truth. You need to let go of the belief systems, of the narratives, of the habits that are currently keeping you where you are. If you are sleeping in and you know that the best part of your day to be productive is 5 or 6 a.m., but it's just too hard to get out of bed, get up, right? Get to bed earlier. Who stays up too late watching Netflix or on their laptop? Who knows they should be putting their phone down and not getting on their phone so they can be present with their family after 5 p.m.? Who knows that they should be time blocking their day? The habits that you are currently running in your day are causing you the pain that you are in. And so it's not what we have to do more of. That's why you're so overwhelmed. You're trying to stack new ideas and new, um, I'm in my own house and mind, and that's why I know, right? Um, Because you are trying to stack new ideas and new strategies and new levels of awareness on top of broken or really shaky foundations. And that's why they're crumbling. Every single time you try and adopt a new strategy, try and adopt a new mindset, try and adopt a new way of thinking or a new thing to do, and you're trying to build it on this foundation, It's breaking. And that's why you constantly feel like you're in a cycle where you can't get out of. Who feels like that? They're in a cycle, right? You're in a cycle because in order to get to the next rung of the ladder, you have to first let go of the one before. You have to create space for this. So before we go any further, I want you just to maybe pull out a pen and paper in front of you. And I want you to write down one habit or one belief system that you need to shift, right? Like, Now, we need to draw some awareness to it. What's something that's holding you back right now? Is it your ability or inability to manage your time? Is it your procrastination? Is it that you sleep in? Is it that you stay up too late? Is it you spend too much time in your emails? Is it that you don't believe in yourself? What is the belief system, the habit or the behavior that you need to let go of? So now we know what it is we need to let go of. What do we need to replace it with? What's the opposite? So hiding yourself is the problem. What's the solution? 
If you can't say no, what's the solution? If your expectations are high, what's the solution? Can you guys see where I'm going with this here? You have to let go of something. And it's not as easy as that, obviously, okay? If it was, we'd all be mega rich and famous. But you have to draw awareness because awareness precedes change. You can't change your life. You can't change your mindset. You can't change your behaviors or your habits until you're aware of what is not serving you. And so after this session, if you have 10 to 15 minutes, I really encourage you to sit down and write down all the shit that's not serving you right now. Maybe it's people in your life. Are there toxic people in your life that you need to actually just stop spending time with? Do you need to stop sharing ideas with people who don't support your ideas? Right? What do you need to stop doing? Because the power is in you. And this is your CEO mindset. Because I don't want to tell you more shit than you have to start doing. I want to help you realize what you need to stop doing. And so that's what this presentation really is about today is what we need to stop doing. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into that. Some things you might need to let go of to be your best CEO. First of all, this one was a really big one for me personally. I needed to detach myself from my business. When I sold my first business, this became really glaringly clear to me that my entire identity was wrapped up in that business because selling that felt like selling my soul. It felt like selling my heart. And it felt like when it was gone, I was like, who am I if I'm not Steph from House of Poppy? And I really, truly did not know my identity without that. You need to detach yourself from your business because if you are, if you're connected to your business in any way like that, if your identity is shaped around what you do and about who you are and about how you make money, then your ego is going to constantly keep you held back because you're not going to do stuff because you're going to get scared of getting hurt. You're not going to put stuff out there because you're going to be scared of being judged. You're not going to make hard decisions because you don't want to hurt people or because you don't want to hurt yourself or because you don't want it to come back on you. The minute that you start seeing your business like a company and like you work for the company, that's when shit starts to change. Because when you worked for somebody else's company, you didn't care about getting up on stage when it's someone else's company. You don't care about presenting when it's someone else's company, right? But the minute it's yours, it's like, oh, what should I say? How should I do it? It's like if you're scared of showing up and your boss told you to show up, you'd go and show up. But for your own company, you won't do it because your ego is attached to it because your whole validation and self-worth is attached to what you do. The sooner that you can let go of that attachment, one thing you need to let go of is that attachment because that is going to free you from the shackles that are holding you back right? I push it out now and I'm like, oh, I failed. Like we have been running ads to a, a new like lead magnet collecting thing and it's so shit. And my whole team are like, Steph, it's really shit. And I'm like, okay, well, let's take it down. <laughs> like whatever. No one signed up. I'm a business coach. Shouldn't I know better? Yes. Uh, see all the stories that could come up? I just shut them down. They're not important and they're holding me back. If I buy into, and here's what you're doing, you're buying into the drama of your business. Just like you buy into the drama that's on television, just like you buy into the drama that was in your day job about Sarah having sex with Mike at the watering machine or fucking whatever happened in your day job that you used to love the gossip about. We love the drama. You got to detach from it because that shit is holding you back and it's stopping you from getting to your next level. So the first thing that you need to do is detach emotionally from your business and truly understand that failure is back. I don't know if you have watched the SpaceX documentary yet, on uh, Netflix. I watched it last night and was a beautiful lead into this conversation today. Um, Elon Musk is obviously incredible. I own a Tesla. I I froth him so hard. (laughs) But Elon Musk, you know, they've, they've launched something like 200 rockets and only three of them have made it into space. Could you imagine 
that many fails and whole teams like and you watch the documentary and you see it there's hundreds of people waiting for this thing to go and they go and they all are disappointed and it's his decisions and it's their failures that are causing that to happen does that make sense it's painful it's hard to witness but every single time they're like we're gonna get fired we're not gonna do it again elon's gonna give up he keeps going he keeps going he keeps going he keeps going because failure is feedback and actually in every failure they have they realize exactly what went wrong they fix it they tweak it they go again they fix it they tweak it they go again they fix it they tweak it they go again and that's it if you detach emotionally it's just feedback i put a lead magnet out hasn't got any leads all right shit then i want that i didn't buy into the drama of it oh i put a post out no one watched it okay don't buy into the drama of it someone commented something mean on my post all right block and delete bye don't buy into the drama of it, right? So just really remembering that you need to detach yourself. Like you are worthy enough. You are not your pricing. You do not need to charge more to honor your self-worth. I know people who charge $20 for a candle who are incredibly worthy. Your price, your business, it's not a reflection of who you are. And so you need to detach emotionally. So let go of your connection and your emotional connection to your business. The second thing that I want to draw your attention to is to let go of your idea of a CEO. So I would love to know in the chat, if you think about a CEO, who do you think of? Who comes to mind if you think about a CEO? It might be an ex-boss. It might be somebody in that you see around. Who comes to your mind when you think of a CEO? Maybe you met them when you were young. Maybe a boss you worked for. Ex-boss. Love it. She Michael Cheney. I don't know. Amazing. Who else? Some dodgy old radio douchebags. Yes. Who else? Old manager. Yep. CEO's a crown of fucked. Yep. Totally. Stuck up old man in the suit. Perfect. Perfect. Right. So just drawing your awareness to this, do you think you want to be a CEO? Because if you're a CEO, wouldn't that mean that you're an asshole? Wouldn't that mean that you make hard decisions and that you hurt people and that you don't give a fuck what people think? Wouldn't that mean that you, are, don't, that you lack empathy? Right? And that you only care about money? Well, isn't that what that would mean if you were a CEO based on what we just saw in the chat? Yeah. The first thing you need to let go of is your idea of a CEO and you need to rebuild that shit because there's no way that you are going to be a good leader until you redefine what leadership means to you. Because every single one of you is a leader, regardless of whether you have team or not. You're a leader to your audiences, people look to you. You're a leader to your clients, people look to you. You're a leader on your social media, people look to you. You might have a VA, that person needs you. You might have a team, those people need you. So what kind of leader do you want to be? And you need to really go and figure out who that woman is or man, whoever it is for you, and redefine what leadership looks like to you. So for me, my idea of a leader was Andrew Forrest. And the second person I thought of as like a leader and a CEO was Donald Trump. What the fuck? Why would I ever want to be a leader? People were like, oh, you know, you've got such good leadership skills, Steph. And I just shied away from it. I didn't want to be a leader. I don't want to be tossed in the basket with those assholes right? So I really had to redefine what leadership meant to me. And that meant sitting down and finding really good examples of what a good leader looks like. For me, it was like Emma Isaacs. It was like Lisa Messenger. It was like Richard Branson, Elon Musk, people who lead with heart, people who lead with passion, people who lead with soul, people who lead with people first. Because my leadership style is people first approach. One of my team members is about to go on three months of leave. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so honored that you're just letting me go on leave and that I don't have to get fired and get replaced. Like, I'm like, I would never. Flexibility is one of my top priorities for my team. You need to move your shit around, move it around. You need to like take a day off because your kid's got sick and you can't go to daycare, take a day off. Like, that's the kind of leader that I want to be. 
and you get to define it and you get to look at it. I lead with kindness. So, you know, when you like have to make a decision, okay, here's an example. You know, when there's someone in your business or a client comes to you and they want a refund, who's had that experience? They want a refund for whatever reason. They're not happy. They've come give you some bad feedback and they want a refund for whatever reason, right? It's going to happen. If it hasn't happened, it's going to. You have two options. You have the CEO that you think you should be telling you that you need to hold them to their contract and you need to, you know, make sure you get every dollar out of them and you need to seek legal advice, right? There's that person. For me, it's like, nah, I want to leave with love. I'm going to leave with love. And I'm going to leave with kindness. I'm going to get on the phone with that woman. I'm going to say, I'm so sorry that you have had this experience. Is there anything that we can do to fix your experience? How can we show up differently for you? No, we haven't. Have we, if, we, if, if I really think that we've let them down, I'm like out of contract, refund, whatever you need. If I think we haven't let them down, I'm still like, what do you need? Let's let you out of your contract. Do you want a partial refund? Let's figure it out between us, okay? Because I am not going to let somebody walk away from my business with a sour taste in their mouth because that is not the kind of woman I want to be and that's not the kind of leader I want to be. So you really need to sit down and define for yourself what kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of attitude do you want to have? What kind of like, what kind of mantra is it for you? For mine's lead with kindness. Like lead with love. That's my mantra all the time. What would like love do? Even when I'm angry, what would love do? Even when I'm frustrated, what would love do? Right? And that's how you get people like begging to work for you. Like we have people who literally throw themselves at us to work for us because they want to be treated well, because they want to be treated with respect. And we don't even pay that well because we don't need to, because we have so many other fantastic things in our business that go really well. Right? So just being really clear on like, what kind of leader do you want to be? Let go of what you believe a CEO looks like and start redefining it for yourself. One thing that you need to let go of, another thing, the third thing that you need to let go of is to let go of procrastination. You're only procrastinating out of fear and you're only procrastinating because you're giving your power away. And the example I give here is like, you know, when you're listening to a podcast or potentially you're even listening to this particular presentation or you're in a room with people and they're, they're, you know, telling all their truth bombs and you're like, yeah, put your hand up if you're a procrastinator. I'd love to know. Yeah, cool. Totally fine. Me too sometimes, FYI, okay? So the thing is that when you procrastinate, it's like listening to a podcast or listening to a presentation and you have that heck yes drop in. You know that thing that somebody says and you're like, fuck, I need to do that, right? You read it in a book, you listen to it on a podcast, you're like, oh, you're lit up. You know it's the next right step for you. In your body, you're like, yes. And then what do you do? You keep listening. You keep reading. You get to the end of the podcast. You're like, ah, there's so many things I need to go back and listen to in that podcast, but you don't have what? Time. And doubling down and listening to that podcast again or reading that book again is a waste of your time and you know it. So you move on to the next thing and you don't do the damn thing. In PMP, my, in my program, we call it the stop, drop, and roll. So when you have that drop in, the way that you always give your power away is you don't take action straight away, even though your body said yes. That was your intuition. That was your body being like, this is the next right thing for me. So you know when you're sitting there in procrastination, that's because you're not listening. The only person who knows what's right for you and your business is you. The only person who knows what to try next and what to do right next is you. You are the only person who knows that. You can't give that power away to anybody else. So when you're listening and when you have those drop-ins, I always recommend pause the damn podcast and don't listen to it again until you've done the thing. This is one of the ways that I build success really quickly. Get into action-taking mode really fast. And if you've let go of your attachment to being emotional and buying into the drama of your business, when you've let go of that, it doesn't matter. You'll try anything. You'll try it. What's the worst that can happen? Crickets. That's the worst that can happen. Just like there's no overnight success, there's no overnight failure either. Girl, if you want to fail in your business, it takes a long time. You have to really neglect your business to fail. 
So stop thinking that one thing, one post, one idea is going to fail your business. I've seen plenty of really big businesses put out shit they shouldn't put out on their social media and still be super successful and completely fine. So don't stress that you're going to become an overnight failure. So let go of your procrastination. Get into the stop, drop, and roll. Start taking action quickly when you have those intuitive drop-ins. The other thing that I want you to... Oh, hold on. Let me have a look. Oh, my God. Look how much you're overthinking that thing. Like, I mean that with all the love in the world, but like, fuck it. Post. Post when you can. Post when it's right. Like, there's no right or wrong. Like, it's just do, 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 do. And every single time you do, it's like, oh, I didn't get, let me get as many likes. Maybe I should just try it later. Try a different time. Try a different schedule. Try a different tactic, right? Yeah, totally. Don't wait to post. Also, scheduling apps. Please use them. Please use scheduling apps because that way you don't have to be on. Like, if you're key peak posting time is 6 p.m. and you're a mum, shit's out the window. Bye. You ain't getting time to do that, are you? You're in the middle of bath time, bedtime, fucking all the things. Husband needs you, cooking dinner, like all the things, right? So that's crazy, like trying to post at that time. So scheduling apps are the win for that. Who here time blocks their week? Put a yes in the chat if you time block your week. Awesome. So there's nothing wrong with this, but like three, three of you, maybe two of you time block. The reason that we don't time block as females is because we like to be in flow state, right? And because we're in our feminine energy and we love to be in flow state. But the reality is that if you think about something beautiful like coral, coral doesn't grow in the middle of the ocean. It doesn't grow floating around, right? In fact, if it's corals floating around, it's probably dead, okay? In order for coral its beautiful colors and all of its beautiful natural wonder to grow, it has to be attached to a structure. It has to be attached to the bottom of a boat or to a rock, right? The same thing goes for you. In order for your business to grow and to flourish, there has to be structure. Structure creates freedom. And I'm not saying that you have to time block every minute of your day, although I do, but I'm not saying that you have to do that, okay? What I'm saying is that You have to know when you're working and when you're not. And if you truly want to be in your feminine and you truly want to be in your flow state and you truly want to be able to show up for your family with all the love and energy and support and all of your nurturing goodness, you have to be able to know when you're working and when you're not, right? Because when those start flowing over, guess what we start getting? We start getting bossy with our husbands. We start snapping at our kids. We start overworking and and being unflexible and being too flexible on our boundaries, right? So it's about being really clear about when we start working and when we stop working. In the time that we're working, let's get shit done, right? I'm going to share with you my calendar just because I want you to see what I'm talking about here because I think sometimes it can be really hard to know what time blocking looks like unless you've potentially seen it. Now, obviously, I'm the CEO of my business, so that means that a lot of mine are going to be meetings and it's going to look a bit different to yours, but it can work the same way, all right? So I'm just going to share my screen. I'm going to show you my calendar. from This is yesterday. You know, see that? So we had a team meeting at 9.30, another team meeting, a sales team meeting at 10.30, a meeting at 11. Um, I had a welcome call for my program at 12. I had to go live in my program with one of my coaches yesterday at 1.30. I caught up with my operations manager yesterday at 2 p.m. I had to go feed my dad's dog because my dad's currently in hospital. So I had to go feed my dad's dog and pick up a door, really random. Um, and then I had, and then I read 10 pages of a wealth creation book. And in the evening, Tim and I are trying to learn the splits. <laughs> um, and so we are doing splits training every night, right? Can you see how blocked out the day is? So I started work at nine and I finished at, um, well, I actually finished at three, but I got done everything that I needed to get done in that day. Okay. It looks different on different days. Today, it looks like this. 
Today, I'm obviously presenting with you guys. And then after this, I'm recording a leadership module. I'm recording a podcast and I also need to record a new lead magnet. After that, we have a client hot seat. And then this afternoon, after my client hot seat, I have admin time to get all my admin done. Okay. And the reason it looks like this is so that I can start work at nine and I can finish at four so that I can put my damn phone down and close my laptop and I can go and get into my little sexy negligee and I can put my, my face creams on and I can go out and I can love the heck on my husband and my fiance. And I can be totally there for him in my feminine and in my flow. I can be totally there for myself. I can give myself a bath. I can candle. I can whatever it looks like, right? And I can do the splits. So it's really, really important, guys, that you structure your day. Structure creates freedom. There's never a day that I work past four because I get everything done and I'm really clear on what I need to get done. I plan my week the week on, on a Sunday evening. I'm disciplined. I plan my week. So, so let go of this flow state. This, oh, I'll see what I feel like doing today when I wake up because that is holding you back. That habit is holding you back. All right, Hyde is going to love this one. <laughs> let go of being, I'm saying the bottleneck, but you're probably being saying the cock block, right? So let, let go of being the bottleneck in your business. So babe, if everything has to go through you, if everything has to get checked by you, if no one else can do what you do, then you're the bottleneck in your business, okay? And you probably really need to check in with your ego, because like I really believed for a really long time that I was the only person that could coach in my business. I was like, well, they're paying for a Steph Gordon mastermind, so they have to get Steph Gordon. And for a long time, that meant that I was working 60-hour weeks and I was burning that candle and I wasn't there for anybody else. And now I'm like, cool, they get access to me, but they also get access to four other incredible women who are also absolutely fucking phenomenal and who bring their extra genius to the table and who are better than me at heaps of shit right? The minute that you remove that ego from the equation, you actually allow yourself to be supported and you actually allow yourself to grow. You stop being the bottleneck in your own business. So write down for yourself right now, where are you being the bottleneck? What has to go through you? What has to be checked by you? What are you telling yourself that only you can do? Because if you don't have enough time, guess why? Because everything lands on you. There's only so much that one person can do. So if you're finding yourself time poor, if you're finding yourself overwhelmed, if you're finding yourself feeling stuck or stagnant, it's time to get some support. Relinquish control to take control. I'm going to say it again. Relinquish control to take control. I have two more things. So the last one, I'll go through them really quickly. Let go of your money story. Because to be the CEO, you have to know your numbers in every single way. I get KPIs sent to me every single week that have about 30 lines worth of data on client results, on money, on lead generation, on how much we're spending on marketing, on how many of those leads are converting, on how many sales calls we've had, on how many sales calls are converting, on like all of that information comes to me in a report every single week. I'm so across my numbers. Here's the reality. If you want more money, if you want more sales, if you want more leads and you don't currently have them, it's one of two things. Either you aren't good with money and you're not organized with the money that you have right now. And if you don't treat what you have already, the money that you have, like you live in the top 1% of the wealthiest people in the world right now, the top 1% of the wealthiest people in the world, you are right now in that, in those people. So you telling yourself that you don't have enough money, you telling yourself that there's not enough money, you telling yourself that other people don't have money is bullshit. That's your money story. Okay. And so the sooner that you can let go of that money story, and the sooner that you can stop telling yourself that you're bad with money and that you're not organized with your finances, and the sooner you start taking control, you start shifting that vibrational energy. And I'm big on energy because we are all energy and what we attract is law of attraction. There's science behind it. It's really fucking real. You need to look into it if you don't understand it. 
But if you are telling yourself that you want more money and the place that you are most disorganized in your life is your finances, that's why you don't have money, right? Everything you're doing, your spending habits, you've got money leaks going out everywhere. You maybe don't feel worthy enough to hold money, so you spend it faster. You don't know how to invest it because you're not investing time. I don't know if you saw, but my reading said read 10 pages of a wealth book. It's dry. It's not super fun. But if I want to attract more money, I need to understand money. I need to be seriously invested in understanding money. Just like if you want to be the best at what you are the best at, right? If you want to be the best at psychology, do you think you need to study? If you want to be the best at weightlifting, do you think that you need to study? Or do you think you just wake up and you're expected to be good at it? You have been taught shitty beliefs about money your whole life from your parents, from schools. The government, (laughs) this is a conspiracy, they don't want you to be rich because they need you to work. They don't want everyone to be entrepreneurs because then who the fuck would do the work, right? So the reality is that everything you've been taught about money your whole life is holding you back from making money. So you need to shed your money stories. You need to start getting really clear on what are they. If you say things like that person's filthy rich, do you think filthy is good? If you say things like, you know, oh my God, like look at her flaunting her money or oh, just telling us she has a Tesla, right? All of those judgments that you are putting on other people are direct reflections of your own relationship to money. The way that like you get sold to is the way that you reflect money. Like when someone's trying to sell me into something, like I don't know, like, I know that for Hides and I, um, we are in part of a, a mastermind together and the sales process was fucking fun. Like I was like, yes, sell me, sell me, sell me. Like I love it, right? Because that's my reflection to money. If I'm going to buy something, I want someone to sell the shit out of me. Like if I go into a car yard and no one's fucking coming over and begging my feet and like cleaning my shoes, I'm like, I'm not going to buy here. Like, I want the whole experience, right? So it's so important to make sure that your money story is actually reflective of where you want to be. Because if there's not an energetic match, that's why you're not there right now. And then last but not least, you have to let go of your need to do everything now. It's a lack of mentality. It's a scarcity mentality. This is your life work. You are going to work for yourself until the day that you die, probably. Or if you're passionate about what you do, definitely. And look, someone like Bob Proctor just died, literally still working because he was so fucking passionate about what he did. This is your life's work. So stop thinking that you need to get it all done right now. There's ego. That is an ego metric that's telling you that in the next six months, I have to do X. Let go of your need to do it all right now. The fastest way to grow your business successfully is just patience and consistency are the ultimate keys, okay? And I just wanted to finish off on a little quote about the power of focus, okay? Because if you focus on problems, you're only going to attract more problems. This is an energy thing again. If you focus on solutions, you're going to attract more solutions. If you focus on stress, you're going to attract more stress. If you focus on the lack of time that you have, you're only going to have a lack of time. Focus on your lack of money, you're only going to have a lack of money. If you focus on blessings, you're going to have more blessings. You get what you focus on. So being really clear on focusing on what you want versus what you don't want. So that's it, Hides. It's a lot. Sorry. I, like I said, I could have made a six-month course out of this. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz. 